Well, happy Monday to you, and welcome back to the DriveCast. My name is Dean. I'm the lead pastor at LifePoint, and I do the majority of teaching at our Lewis Center campus. And I hope that you had the opportunity to join us this past weekend as we started a brand new series called Exiles, looking at the first half of the book of Daniel. And um, today on the DriveCast, we're really just talking about the first four verses, which explain how King Nebuchadnezzar, who was the king of Babylon, who was a global mega power uh, in their day, assaulted, besieged Jerusalem. And when he did, when he overthrew Jerusalem, two significant things are are recorded there. One is that he's going to take back thousands of young people back into Babylon, back into service. Uh, They are 900 miles away. they are going to be taken. And so in some ways, the country of Israel is uh, gutted in terms of its demography and the young people who are going to, they're the would-be leaders of the future, are um, are taken captive and taken out of the country. Um, and then the second side of that is that he also took down the temple in Jerusalem and took out some of the uh, articles of the temple that were used in, uh, in worship and took those back and housed them in uh, Babylonian temples uh, back in their country. I mean, this is a crushing, crushing blow uh, to Israel when King Jehoiakim of Israel falls. And at the same time, um, it's so important for us as we pan back to see how God uh, is at work in the world. Babylon was a country that represented human power. It was a very dark place. Um, People were uh, consistently taken advantage of, hurt, enslaved, wounded, abused. And so in the process of what the enemy would use for evil in terms of uh, Daniel and his uh, his three friends, certainly there were thousands of people taken into captivity. We don't get to know the majority of them, but we do get to know Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, who become uh, named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are their Babylonian names that are eventually given to them. Um, what we see is that God uses for good what the enemy would have intended for evil yet again, that Um, God's going to use these four young people uh, to become a subversive movement that will overthrow the kingdom of Babylon, not by human power, not through an army, um, but rather through God's power. And God's going to do this in a way that ultimately is going to draw attention to him. People are going to record throughout, you know, they're going to sing throughout uh, history, uh, no weapon formed against you shall stand, right? Isaiah chapter 54. Like, uh, you know, Nebuchadnezzar comes down, things that he has won uh, this major battle and all he's really done. I, I would say the greatest mistake in 1300 years of Babylonian history was bringing these four young men uh, into the country because they are going to overthrow Babylon from the inside out. And so it just makes me wonder where you are Today, I think it's easy to get over uh, overwhelmed with numbers when we think about, hey, make a difference in America or even in a state, like make a difference in Ohio. But this is uh, make a difference in Columbus. I mean, you know, it just it's overwhelming sometimes to think about 
but they, these were four young people. They were a slice, a small demographic from a city, from a country, and God used them in an incredible way. So how could God use you to change your neighborhood? How could he use you to change your family? How could he use you to change your kids' sports team? How could he use you to change your office culture? Um, Much like God used these four young men, God wants to use us to make a dent in the darkness of this world. So as we begin the book and as we begin our week, I want to pray us into that mindset. Uh, I'll pray and then give you the opportunity to pray. Uh, Father, on this Monday morning, um, there are global battles, wars, fights going on right now, and real people are caught in the battle. People who are listening to my voice are caught today in the middle of very, very difficult decisions. They feel overthrown, isolated, abandoned, alone, and at the same time, God, um, what's most important is what you say about us, what your identity uh, says about who we are, not who we think we are. And so, God, we lay our identity at your feet today. We believe what you say. And because of that, we have purpose, we have meaning, we have value, and we can make a difference in the world. God, will you use us today? Now you take the opportunity to pray.